cannot catch a virus. Well, back at it again, boys. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. Like that, so it's pretty cool. And we're back. We are back for another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracy Podcast. I am Big Country, one of your hosts, as always, on the other end of the mic. You're two. All the boys are in the house tonight. Favorite hosts, say hello. Hello. Hey, guys. We're back. It's and me. we're excited to be back. It's me and Chris. Yep. The dynamic duo, the guys <laughs> that really make the show run. We're, we're back in full strength. I know that uh, poor uh, boy, I think, had to go solo. Oh, dude, it is super weird. <laughs> Like talking, but I don't know how people do it when they have a solo show and they just talk and talk and talk. I'm you, man. Some guys can do it, yeah. But I mean, at least like like Theo Vaughn has his producer in the studio. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's so not all, truly his, alone. His brain also doesn't work like most human beings' brains. Yeah, you know. But Charlie, actually, Charlie yeah. Robinson does a fantastic. Charlie Robinson. Monologue. I don't know how the yeah, fuck and he, I don't I don't know how. No, clue. I don't know how, dude. Yeah, he's good though. I think he's one of the top of the yeah, solo I'm, guys. He, I, well, I'm not as smart as Charlie, so yeah, no. that's probably part of the reason. Yeah, <laughs> dumb as shit. But but that's why people t- tune into the show. It's the the three compadres, the amigos, getting together, spitballing stuff, throwing against the wall, see what sticks. You know, looking for the truth, having a good time. Uh, people are like, I'm probably. As smart, if not smarter, than these guys, I'll give them a listen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I think they're like, well, I think these guys, people probably listen to us and they go, well, if these three fucktards can <laughs> figure something out, maybe I can figure some research right. out for myself too. Yeah. Three things. We let can. me let me let me say three things before we get oh, into wait. the episode tonight. Um, you know, we on oh, topic. Yeah. <laughs> Took the words right <laughs> out of my mouth, boy. Uh, somebody did shoot us a tip for your. Solo hooliganism that you did the other night. So you did a great oh, job. Oh, nice. So, so appreciate yeah. that, man. Appreciate we, it. We love Number it. one, boom. Boom, bang, bang. Um, two, according to uh, Gay Enrique, or whatever his name was, <laughs> we do too much spitballing, uh, Chris. So you're wrong. Um, our show sucks. <laughs> and in quotation marks, it's taking off. So, you know, stick to topic. We suck. We gay bash too much. Topic. But I, I want to. I want to address that. My best friends. My best friends. Gay. Doesn't matter. Oh, oh yeah. They said they said that we were attacking some guy because of his views on trans children. Yeah, and that the Stargate episode was terrible. Hmm. Two, <laughs> two factually inaccurate things. One, that episode was fucking awesome. Two, <laughs> the guy that we were talking about. Because I went back and listened to the episode, and I was like. I don't know who that is. It was that dude I saw on Instagram, like super flamboyant gay guy who wrote on his face, um, if you don't agree with trans children's decisions, then you don't deserve children. You don't oh, deserve yeah. to yeah, have yeah. children. Which, I, I mean, thinking about it now, like I'll lose my shit again because like my son is my whole world now. It's like, yeah. why don't you fuck right off um, all day? Yeah. And, and we told him, like, listen, dude. If you don't like the show, you don't have to listen. But he said yeah. uh, he he did say one thing, and I thought it was funny because I came back with uh, "you're wrong" three times in this conversation. But he said that Boya had mentioned that Biden was the one who had said um, black people can't find the DMV. So I went back and mm-hmm. listened to the episode, and Boya, you said, and I quote, "I think it was Biden," and then two seconds later, you go, "A politician said." Black people can't find the DMV. That's why voting ID laws are racist. Ah. And I was like, so you're wrong twice because he never said Biden. He said, I think it was Biden. And then he said a politician yeah. said it, which is true. A politician did say that. Um, yeah. I, I thought I thought my rebuttal was pretty fucking good, though. I was like, 
you know, maybe I did. And if I was wrong, I was wrong, I said. But we also could have confused it with uh, poor kids can be just as bright and smart as white kids. <laughs> he didn't mean that. You have shit to say about. You have shit to say about that. That's but, not what he meant. Um, yeah, we love like the Discord with listeners, especially on like Instagram and stuff outside of our actual Discord channel. Um, you know, interact. We get all kinds of information sent to us. We get people telling us like, "Hey, actually, this is you know the real stat or whatever." Which is fine. Correct us if we're wrong. Please do. But um, if you're going to come to the Instagram page just to shit on the show and be a troll and think that, like, it's it was like the equivalent of someone who goes, unfollow. Like, okay, fucking carry on, dude. <laughs> we're not stopping for you. Also, you know, you might want to turn off your notification because, yeah, I've got nothing but time, dude. So, oh, dude. Well, he, he made his way all the way to the show's Instagram just to talk shit. And it's like, who, who's, you know, who's being childish here? Yeah. The hmm. guy that like logged on to Instagram, either searched our name or was already following us. And we popped up in his feed and he went, you know what? I need to give these guys a piece of my mind. Like, carry on, dude. Because it. And he said, like, the show's not taking off, and nobody oh, yeah. listens, we can't take <laughs> listeners. And this was when we were, like, flying to 5,000 subscriptions on Rockfin, and we've been on Rockfin for, like, two months, you know? Yeah, something like two and months. And I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. I but told him, I was like, hey, tell man. Him, I'll send you the analytics, I'll, too. <laughs> if you are that brave, <laughs> I'll hit but, you with the facts. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a lot of times where I find myself on uh, on Instagram... And I'm like, these motherfuckers. And I start typing, and I go, I'm a fucking grown-up. And I just delete it all and yeah. keep scrolling. You know? Yeah. Also, our show. So, you don't like it. Yeah. Don't listen. Or Suck start your dick. own. Or st- oh, he's already doing that. But start your own. <laughs> you know what I mean? Start your own show. Yeah, feel free. Fuck. It's You can do it. Anybody it's literally can. literally so easy. We started with a, yeah. with a, with a shitty microphone and a, and a cell phone is how we started. Yeah. Um, and the show's still terrible, according to that guy. Yeah. So, third thing I want to say is one we appreciate all the follows on Rockfin. The subscriptions are huge, guys. If you aren't paying for the premium content, please go over there and do that. It's ten bucks. It's super easy, and it doesn't just help our That's show; it. It helps everybody's show. Two two Starbucks coffees for the month. That's right for the whole month, and you get everyone's premium content. It's phenomenal. Uh, Chris is already tearing up for this content that we're going to be providing you. Tonight, uh, I did want to say this. If you are going to Sam's show uh, in Dallas, Texas on the 30th, Big Country will be there. Um, we had, yeah, 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 Eddie Bravo. I'm just going to follow Eddie around. So, um, hey, Eddie, 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 Eddie listen, Eddie, listen, Eddie, Eddie. Eddie, look at this. I can Eddie. put my leg over my head. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to stretch one leg. Just be like, what's up? And he's like, Oh, do you go to Tenth Planet? I'm like, no, because heel hooks and knee bars terrify me. So, <laughs> but um, I watch a lot of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if you guys are there uh, and you listen to the show, uh, or you listen to Sam's show, um, say hello. I'd like to talk to you. Say hi. You know, it's really cool to yeah, meet people yeah. that are that are kind of in the movement and and meet a new friend, meet a new follower, um, get throwing some ideas out there, having conversations with people. Um, I know uh, the Big Dumb Podcast had hit us up and was like, are you going to the show? And I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> it was 9-11 an inside <laughs> job? Of course I'm going to the show. <laughs> Obviously. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're if you're going, we'd love to say hi to you. Love to meet you guys. Doesn't matter who you are, what you think, what you believe. Um, meeting some new people. As long as you're not eating children and drinking adrenochrome. That's it. Come um, on in. Tonight's episode uh, is HH and the homies. Uh, dude, I got to say, though, like, I don't have as much research as I normally do for this. And partly because um, Amy says, what the fuck, sent us a video last night and to our Instagram. And I pulled it up and I was like, oh, my God, a five-hour documentary. I got yeah, time. I'm I like... I'm, I'm like almost an hour in. Yeah, I'm like an hour 45. I've been on the drive home. Just got to the baby farm. Oh. So. Yes. Yep. So mm-hmm. shout out Amy for finding that 
uh, but you've also fucked up my entire world. <laughs> because, like, everything I thought that I knew... Well, it's funny because it goes, it connects like Tataria, Mud Flood, and all of that. But it was interesting because Ryan Alexander, remember when he was like, this, like, Mud Flood is what connects everything. Mm-hmm. It's like the mm-hmm. reason behind everything. And you're like, oh, okay. And you don't really, like, it didn't really hit me, at least. Uh, obviously, Ryan Alexander's fucking brilliant, especially when it comes to that topic. Yeah. Because I never even heard of it before until. Mm-mm. You know, he brought it up to our attention. So, uh, watching that video, and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to take a break. <laughs> I'm going to shut it off for like 10, regroup, come back. It's fucked <laughs> up. Chris, have you started watching it yet? No. Don't. Did you, did you send it? Yeah, it's a... It's in the oh, I did text. start watching it. I, 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 I'm about 30 minutes in, and I had... I didn't... I had stopped. I was having a pretty. I've had a. I had a rough week this week. This week's been not the best well, week I mean, for. You should probably wait a week to watch this video for me. So, so yeah. I when I started it and I figured out where this was going, I was like, "Yep, not ready right now." And a half hour is about where it yeah, starts cooking. Because like, right when it started cooking, I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna have to put this one on hold for a minute. Good just call. just for a little bit. I needed a few days to regroup and lick my wounds." Um, from this past week of just the the stress of moving houses, selling houses, trying to find a new house. Yeah. Uh, the, the job has beat me down, literally getting beat down, like, physically. <laughs> um, almost by a train, so, too, not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, train, I almost got cars. ran over by a train, and I got hit this week by a, a vehicle when Fucking I was in my car. one time. Yeah, it's, it's just... Um, Submarine came out of nowhere. I just would like to say... <laughs> If you have a 16-year-old kid that's driving around, I think maybe we should push back that age to 18. I think they're just not ready. Well, it should be like, uh, you know when you get a motorcycle license, like you can't be on the freeway while you have a permit? Yeah. That's how, at the very least, you're not allowed to drive on the freeway if you have a permit. Yeah. So I I got hit by a 16-year-old kid that was driving like an asshole and not paying attention and hit me. And then almost killed another guy that was outside the, the vehicle. Um, Slow and down. Then Slow down. People. Like an hour later, like I after I I did limp my car back to the office and change out cars and you know do documentation with the the boss and you know and the officer that ended up having to come over and handle the crash even though it was on my beat because I was involved in it. Someone else had to take paper on it, which is always a fucking great feeling when you call up your beat partner and be like. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. Sorry, you got to write this report that not only has it to be done like today, but it's an extensive report because it's a patrol vehicle involved report. So it's a little bit different. So a little bit longer format and, you know, everything's scrutinized. Everybody's looking at it right away because the sergeant has to review it. Then it goes to the lieutenant and then it has to go all the way up to the captain and it goes all the way to the division, you know. And then they're going to look at me and be like, well, what could have this officer done and to not be in this situation? And my sergeant was phenomenal. And his paperwork just wrote, there's nothing that Officer Hamilton could have done to prevent this incident. And I was like, that is why you're my favorite sergeant at the office. And um, so that was, that. yeah, I would. I would. Wow. Yeah, uh, I would uh, for we're, him. We're, we're recording right now. Oh, is that recording? <laughs> Shit. Cut, just cut that out. Just cut that yeah, yeah, out. yeah. We'll edit that out, dude. But, for um, sure. So, yeah, it's been a rough weekend, so well, I'll recover. Chris, Chris, based on that, I, I wouldn't even touch this documentary. Yeah. Yeah, I would hold Six off. Six days. Should I wait? I'll, Dude, I'll wait until I get moved into the new place and my stress is down. So I don't know if you want to taint the house with that one, dude. <laughs> you might want to watch this like in a car. No, I'll watch it on the. I'll watch it on the way in for, to work, and then take out the stress of it on on the motor in public, and then watch it on the way go. home. Yeah, just then put I'll some, yell at some my knees on necks. Life. You know what I'm saying? That should be a t-shirt. Yeah. Knees on necks, um, dude. Knees on necks. You can't say that. Why? It's a free country. I can say it's a free country, and that's not how he died. So. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Should we dive in? I, yeah. Um, I'm just messed up, dude. That that doc man, and I'm only yes. I'm I'm two hours in now. I, I hit two hours, 
Did you uh, send Amy a message and say, thanks for ruining my life? Yeah. She went, I messaged her last night because I was about a half an hour in and I was like, Amy, what the fuck, dude? She's like, yeah, (laughs) I know. That's where the name comes from. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, she's like, yeah, I'm in like two hours. I was like, I'm blowing my mind. And then she messaged me today um, and she was like, this guy's got more documentaries. And I'm like, I don't want to go deeper than this because, because when you really like watch the documentary with an open mind about what this guy's talking about and you're like, man, is my family actually from Ireland? Did, did my German family really get here in 1749? Is that, were they part of this Tartarian mud flood advanced civilization and then they start walking through like the buildings and like there's no way that these guys with fucking horse and buggies were building that shit because we can't even do that yeah. now and I'm like fuck yeah you know it's pretty interesting shit dude because it but like I like I told Big Country these are a lot of questions like I remember in high school when we were learning about like you know the different types of a flying buttress what the fuck that was and these roman architectures and i'm like why did we stop building shit like that why does nobody but like why do why do all the houses we see just look like fucking boxes yeah. you know all the like a new church opens up and it's like nah actually we're just going to convert this old bar into a church yeah you know what i mean yeah. like the i think the last like really nice piece of architecture especially when it comes to a church is that tabernacle out by la jolla beautiful church but i'm like why don't we there's nothing church there's nothing built like that anymore you know what i mean that's because we don't know how to do it and exactly so yeah but that's a whole different fucking pod and not even episode that's a whole different podcast in general dude yeah (laughs) anyways uh, i did download a hard copy of it um from YouTube because it's probably not going to be around for much longer. I want to get a hold of the author or the, the 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 maker of the video and ask him if we can turn it into like a two parter and then throw the videos up on our website because it's fucking mind blowing, fascinating stuff. And I do want to say this before we jump into HH homies. Um, Amy, huge shout out to Amy says WTF. A lot of people people have asked us. People asked me on one of the live shows that I did. She's addressed it numerous times. But she's no longer on Rockfin. She mm-hmm. kind of breaks that down because she still does uh, content on um, BitChute. BitChute, thank you. Uh, she has a BitChute channel. You can follow her there. She does rants and she interviews people. Uh, she addressed that. Uh, the one, the, the most recent one that came out of people were asking her, like, why did she leave Rockfin and stuff like that. So um, if, you, if you still want to follow her, I encourage you to because she's still an OG. Um, she just, her research is phenomenal and, and her rants are great too, but she gave us a huge shout out on that rant that she did talking about we're one of the only OGs, uh, that are in the truth, the truth community, the truth movement. Um, she's gotten some information about some people that are literally like Wiccans and shit like that. And, uh, I believe it, dude. I'll tell you guys off air. Um, cause it's very interesting because... I had mentioned these people before to you, um, but uh, yeah. So she had only done four shows. Ours is one of them. Uh, we're, let's, I'm tooting our own horn for that. Uh, Hell yeah! And we appreciate the love from Amy and Amy. We love you, and then hopefully we'll get you back on the show whenever you guys settle down from your um, Hell fuck yeah. society. She's living adventure. a life right now. Yeah, what a, what a life, man! And her her family, man, they're fucking doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, good for them. Straight Tartarian stuff. Um, Hell yeah. So, anyways, let's jump right into it, boys. Tonight's episode is uh, Serial Killer True Crime episode uh, H.H. Holmes, which uh, is not his real name. Uh, That is just the name that he is known by. I want to say this before we get into it, uh, that I watched a couple documentaries coming into tonight's episode. One uh, was very interesting. Because it presented the idea that a lot of what we know or what we think about H.H. Holmes as far as this linear story that takes place is not exactly true. Now, Mm. it's the only documentary I found that kind of had that viewpoint about him. And then all the other ones kind of line up with the story as it's told today. So, yeah, kind of interested to see what you have to say about it. But um, Herman Webster... 
Mudget. 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 Is it Mudget? Mudget. Okay, I thought it was like mud. midget, but m- like a muddy midget. <laughs> mudget. I'm sure that's a porn <laughs> category somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Someone's got a bookmark. <laughs> so awful. Sometimes I don't even know why I associate with you two. Oh, please, dude. You just said you wanted to suck your captain's dick. Not my captain. Sergeant? I said my sergeant. Okay. I said I would. Okay. Actually, hey, dude, he saved, me, he saved me paper, man. That actually came okay. over the airwaves. You did say that. <laughs> we can play it back. <laughs> Don't play it back. <laughs> Don't play it back. Oh, my God. Okay, H.H. H. Holmes. Um, you know, from all the research that I've done on him, and not as much as I would have liked to leading up to this, but um, not a nice guy. Kind of. No, dude, he was born a dick. And I, honestly, I think of part of it was because... Yeah, but I think, you know, like, when you run into people that have, like, higher than average IQs, they're just off. Like, yeah. They're not normal. You know what I mean? Like, you see Elon, right? And I we're still up in the air about Elon. We don't know if he's fucking part of the game or not, you know? Liquid Climax, is it? Don't ask oh, her she's, about it. She's, she's, yeah, she, she's made up her mind, you know? But it's like, it's just hard because, I mean, I don't personally know the guy, so I'm not going to like, hey, don't say that about him, you know? But it's like, when you run into people like that, they're kind of fucked up. Like, they're, they're just they're, a little off socially. They yeah, just, they're missing like empathy. They're missing, you know what I mean? Like core human type feelings. They're, they're, they're just not there. And it's weird because it's like, okay, did... Did they have to subtract that in order to make you a more intelligent person? You know what I mean? Like in the baby or do you farms? Just, yeah, you know. Or do they just choose to ignore that stuff because right. they feel, since they, since they know they're more intelligent, they feel like they're superior, you know? Yeah. But. I, I'm, I'm curious because it's like, uh, like there's that saying, right, that, that uh, geniuses are... are they're like right on the cusp of being clinically insane or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know if he was tiptoeing with that line. Um, but a lot of the early on information about him, it was like at a very young age, he was fascinating with dissecting bodies. And I was like, listen, not normal. Uh, no. Don't really know which way you <laughs> want to spin it. But like if you enjoy dissecting human body, animal body, you know, whether it so, be a frog uh, or a human, kind of not normal. It's not normal. It's not like a common. That's like one of the trademark telltales yeah. for serial killers is that the, the fascination of, you know, dissecting animals and yeah. and killing animals, you know, then taking pleasure in it. You know, you mm-hmm. tie that back yeah. to an- animal cruelty yeah, uh, see, to and, most serial killers. Yeah. And that was a strange thing. A lot of different articles that are reading because you're right. Like there's the official narrative yeah. and then there's other stuff. So yeah. it was really hard putting it all together. Right. But they would kind of like sugarcoat it. Like they were, oh, he was of uh, higher than average intelligence as a child. And he took an interest in medicine. <laughs> and it was like, no, he was... He was like getting squirrels and cats and you know lizards and shit, and he was cutting them open just to see what they were like. And yeah. it, like so, it wasn't it wasn't like he was in a controlled environment doing this stuff. You know what I mean? Right. He was just out here slaughtering animals. It's one thing to slaughter animals to like for food, but this for this is the purpose this is of seeing pleasure. what's inside of them. Yeah. That's ugh, that lack of. Uh, Empathy or whatever, yeah. I guess, is just yeah. absolutely scary. By the way, guys, Broken Skull IPA, Steve Austin, the best IPA I've ever had, and it actually surprised me. Better than three ninety four. Well, it's a bold statement. Let's face it. Let, um, <laughs> we're digressing here, but whiskey and beer. Um, <laughs> IPAs taste like shit. Like eighty three ninety four, but okay, yeah, yeah. eighty five to ninety percent of IPAs taste like shit. They're yeah. hoppy, they're bitter. People drink them because they get you drunk really fast. I think it's just called mm-hmm. what it is. Some of them have very good flavor, but those aren't. Uh, those are like few and far between. Like you could yeah. look at a shelf of IPA, and you could probably imagine that most of them taste like donkey dick, and you're not wrong. <laughs> 
and you just got to kind of pick one. Um, yeah, this is one of the best IPAs. Uh, 394 is definitely up there as well. I can't speak yeah. ill H. of H.H. Holmes. H.H. Holmes would probably enjoy a double IPA. That's yeah. the type of dude he is. Like super thick. And he would like it. So I read a story. This was kind of interesting about H.H. Holmes. Uh, allegedly, he used to be a um, backshed masturbator. And he would blow his splooge in like a glass jar and then like save it and smell the aftermath like weeks what? later. No, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where did you fucking find that information at, dude? <laughs> like jars like in a serial killer museum somewhere. Like that's the jar. Yep. Hasn't been opened in 78 years. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna open it up on the centennial. You just wait. <laughs> Imagine the scent that would come out of that. Oh, oh my god! I don't think that would be uh, very good. You want to Here's be dabbing the thing, that man. on your neck for uh, <laughs> entice the ladies. As like oh. as gross as that joke was, um, there's serial killers out there that like fuck neck holes. They'll like cut a person's head off and then like put True. the body in the closet. And then come get it like after you know a summer in July, and then pull it back oh, out and do it again. Like they and I'm like they can't get an erection unless they're covered in fucking the insides of someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Just ugh. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a tough time today. I uh, well I, I don't think we're gonna have time to get into the messy stuff. You guys, but like H H Holmes, literally a criminal mastermind. Genius. Like this fucking guy finesse, and, and, and it started from a super young age, right? Yeah, he may or may not. I'm saying he did. I'm just because he's dead. Who's gonna fight me on it? <laughs> but one of his childhood friends came up missing, and nobody ever saw him again. And they're like, he probably killed him. Yeah, because he would. What he would do is be like, oh, surgery time, and he would like call his buddy over and be like, all right, you're gonna be my assistant. You know, and then fucking go about it. And I think what happened was he wasn't getting the satisfaction he wanted to get out of animals. Yeah. And he saw his buddy sitting there like, okay, I'm going to fucking smash this kid with a rock. I'm going to cut him open, right? But And then they never saw him again. And he was kind of like, I don't know. I've never seen him. And he's such a twisted fuck that he could pull that off. You know, there's no empathy. There's no conscious... He could just say, I don't know where he Complete went. Complete psychopath. Exactly. So he graduates high school pretty early, 16 years old. He yeah. graduates high school, changes his name from Herman Mudgett to H.H. H. Holmes. Yeah, from Gunther Wheatler to fucking something <laughs> way cooler than that. Herman Mudgett. What I, yeah. You're not getting snatched with that name, for sure. Yeah. No. Like, so, hey, what's your name? And he's like... My name's Herman mm. Mudgett. And she's like, I don't want to get raped, so I'll see you later. Like, yeah, obviously. Bye. Like, I know. But, like, you so, come up with the sexy so, ad, like. Um, so he starts slaying it with H.H. Holmes, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what's apparently. your first name? <laughs> it's H.H. Holmes. They call me. <laughs> and she's like, what's your first name? He's like, H.H. I'll have to tell you later. <laughs> I'll have to tell you, you later. Could... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, man, a mystery. Like, oh, you'll oh, find my. out, sweetie. Yeah, just you wait. Uh, so so he goes he goes to college for medicine, University of Michigan, I believe. Yes, sir. Uh, look, hold on, I have it pulled up. Let me double check in my notes here. In my, my notes, yeah. University of Michigan. Uh, yes, sir. That's, yes, that's, sir. University of Michigan. That's where He's he starts off. Yeah, Wolverine. Um, that's where he starts off, and it's funny because all of the like all the research and stuff. It no matter which you know biography you read about him, it's like this is when he started his criminal career. No, I think this is when his criminal career starts to ramp up because he jumps into a different arena of criminality. He, he, this is when he starts doing his um his insurance fraud schemes. Yeah, right. So studying medicine at the University of Michigan, he he would start taking cadavers. And he would uh, go open up fake uh, insurance policies on them. And then he would go to, like, a house is burned down. And be like, oh, I finally found him. You know, he's dead. And it's, where do I sign on the check? You know, and then they give him his money. and Genius. Slow, but slowly they'd be like, 
hey, we had like 12 bodies and now we only have seven. Like, what the fuck is going on? God, that's weird. You know? Uh, and, yeah. and mind you, this is, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, 18, late, late 1870s, early 1880s. It's not like yeah. there's like a, like, and what was your address again? And they just type it up on the computer. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, unfortunately, yeah. that's not you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he could be like, the, the, and this was a question that a lot of people asked in the documentaries that I was watching. Was was he a serial killer by, like, clinical definition of serial killer? Or was he just, um, like, a Ponzi scheme guy? Like, in his, his desire for money outweighed his level of insanity, and he equated that if I could kill people to get money, I'm down with it. And I think that's a stretch for me. Not to get too yeah, far ahead, dude. but it's just like starting with animals. Stone, sorry, starting with animals. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? In in cadavers, and then he just. I, I feel like I'm getting kind of far ahead of us, but I feel like he just found a way to keep killing, and he's like, "Oh fuck, yeah. I can make money doing this. Then I can keep killing more." Yeah, I think I think the what either way you look at it, one or the other was a bonus for him. Yeah, he was going to do both regardless, right? Because I'm not even sure if this scheme was something like one of his college buddies was like, dude, you know what would be tight is if we just took one of these bodies and opened up a fucking insurance policy and then say we found him dead and collect the money. And he was like, okay, I'm going to do that. Yeah, at their you know what I mean? local college party. Yeah, right? Like, there's like they're at a raging kager and fucking he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea, you know? So, But he completes college. He does all of this, doesn't get caught, m- makes fucking bank on the side. <laughs> Completes college, so passes his medical exams, and decides to move to Chicago. <laughs> and then, and then it like really pops off. It's so funny to me to actually like think about that logically, for him to be doing all this shit, fucking cadavers, killing people, insurance fraud, slicing up animals as a young child. Still disciplined enough to study to pass his. <laughs> you know what still, I mean? dude. Still getting through it. Like, I I had some hiccups in high school. You know what I mean? Like you ha- you run into one issue. Like your family has to move during the school year. Fuck, dude, you're getting held back. <laughs> you're getting you're gonna fail a class or two. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna have to talk to a school counselor. Yeah, dude. This guy. Like- Passed his medical exams. I mean, granted, this is in 1884, so I'm not exactly sure like how tough the medical exams were, but or you know, I don't know. Mud flood was it pretty tough? You know what I mean? Mm, true. Uh, but maybe H. H. Holmes wasn't even real. We don't even know. Yeah. Imagine that though. Like <laughs> fucking Tommy from his local frat, like knocks on Holmes's door. And he's like, yo, Holmes, fucking rager tonight, bro. Just massive tits everywhere. Come on, fool. Fuck that. And he's like, do I look crazy to you? I have an exam <laughs> in two days. And if you think I'm leaving this desk to go drink and look at some puss with you, dude, you're nuts. You're out of your fucking mind. And then now he help like, me carry this cadaver body. Out. <laughs> hey, can you do me a favor? Can you do me a solid and drag this body over to this burned out <laughs> building for me and help me out? Preach. All right, but like uh, Holmes, why are you taking your pants off? Just go, go to the party without me. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Did you know how to knock? God, <laughs> the socks on the door. <laughs> you know the rules, Matthew. <laughs> You're right, Broco. Broco, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Sorry, dude. It's rush week. <laughs> Going through a lot. Imagine if that's how they actually talk to each other back then. <laughs> it has to be. Because that was, Fuck, man. But that was something I was okay. Totally off topic. You're trying to picture. Here we go. Well, really, didn't guys? Oh, I, hold on. This is what makes this show funny. Because somebody was like, "Did you guys realize your show is like a comedy show?" And I'm like, "Huh? Yeah. Hmm. I guess it kind of is. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> well, I, we're not comedians, so I, I wasn't like, yeah, for sure, comedy show. Yeah." Um, we just funny stuff happens to us but so how do we know that like pirates for example i'm like infatuated with pirates right now but 
How do we know that? Yeah, how do we know pirates are like, oh, matey. Well, dude. How the fuck do we know that? How? how? We we don't. We don't. And I've felt this way for a long time about a lot of things. Because when you watch, like, a a movie about the Greek (laughs) gods and they're like, oh, god damn you, Hades. And you're like, why do they have British accents? Yeah. They're they're Greek. Why don't they have Greek accents? Yeah. <laughs> it never made any sense. And but the reasoning behind that is because back in the day when they would have these grand plays, like the the British actors were like the most revered, right? Yeah. So they would have these British actors who had didn't have the talent enough to do like a Greek accent. And so that's just from then on. If you're playing fucking Zeus or Hercules, like you got a British accent, dude. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's Roman, Greek, whatever. You got a fucking British accent. Yeah, I guess. Moses so. has Moses had a British accent. <laughs> uh, what did you say, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus from Passion of the Christ. He had a fucking Irish or a, a British accent, dude. Father, forgive them for they do not. What do they do? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it's fucking true, dude. Because I'm like, you know, like he does he look like the historical depiction of Jesus? No, the, Jesus at least black, in the man. pictures we see. Oh, dude, Jesus, yeah, he had hair of wool. It says it in the Bible. Jesus is black, but I hate to break it to y'all, you white they, people. <laughs> when you see, like, I, would, I think maybe not so much black, but maybe like Middle Eastern. Mm. You know, he was a shapeshifter, so he could have been anything. Could have been. It's a valid point. Yeah, I don't know. I just he says, it says he's old, he's young, he he could be a a, a grandmother. He could be the, the only way that Judas knew who he was was by his, a kiss on a, on the cheek. That's mm-hmm. the only way he could tell who Jesus was. So shape shifting Jesus, dude. Shout <laughs> out to Tinfoil Hat on that one because that blew my fucking mind. Uh. But but I do picture H H Holmes as a really short man. Yeah, with like a. Like a shitty British accent, like, like because he's American, like a dude. But it's like he's American, but he, but he, just because he's so fucking pretentious, like <laughs> I would picture him as like he's got these like teeth a, too. Yeah, like like think of a of a like hardcore fucking Southie Boston accent trying to do a British accent, like that's the one. That's how I picture him sounding. But hey, he was a smooth talker, man. It. That was what that was. It's a tough one. That's a hard one to do. Because I actually, uh, I blew a boy's mind the other day. I broke out Charles Barkley on the show. (laughs) From it was great. What was that word you said that I couldn't that uh, you had messed up? Uh, Oh, I don't remember. Tuberculosis. Yeah, tuberculosis. And he was like tuberculosis, and I was like, oh yeah, tuberculosis. He's a knucklehead. (laughs) That guy's a knucklehead. H.H. Uh, H. Holmes. H. Yeah. H. Holmes. So anyhow. I'm sure so people will laugh at that So he moved to Chicago. So he moves to Chicago. moves to Chicago. Moves to fucking Chicago. And he decides... Uh, now, this guy passes medical exams, right? So you would think, okay, he's going to go to a fucking hospital. He's going to go work as a doctor. He's going to be a doctor. He's going to be a fucking candy striper at the very least. He's no. an insurance salesman? Close. We get there later. But he... he Decides to go work at a pharmacy. Okay, that's fucking weird. I don't. I, I, he didn't go to pharmacy school. <laughs> he went to medical school. <laughs> so starts working there. Um, the owner and his wife. They own the place. You know, he's doing a well enough job. Then the owner mysteriously dies, which I feel like H. H. Holmes may have had something to do with it. Um, can't confirm nor deny, but. It's part of his M.O. as we see later on, right? So the husband dies. The wife, she continues going about her business. He continues helping her. And he convinces her to sell him the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> on top of that... Because I don't know. See, it was having a hard time because I was trying to find out if she had an insurance policy on her husband and if money had been collected and whatnot. But then she comes up missing. And they're asking him, like, where is she at? Where'd she go? And he's like, 
Oh, she said she was going to take the money that I gave her and move to California. And so they're like, oh, okay, that's weird. We never heard her talk about moving or anything like that. You know, this was her home. And they're like, no, yeah, she, no, she's in California. Like, okay, is there any way we could reach her? And he's like, nope. And they're like, okay, then. And they just move on. <laughs> they were <just> like, <laughs> there was no like, well, fuck, dude, let's, you know, send her a telegram or anything like that. It was super strange, dude. So I think he killed both of them. Um, I can't, I don't have anything to prove that he did. Um, but there's also nothing to prove that he didn't. Like, yeah. he was the last person to see her, you know, and. From from all intents and purposes, the, the husband wasn't in terrible shape. He didn't have tuberculosis. He wasn't. He wasn't. You know, old and decrepit. He was a pretty hey, like hardworking uh, guy. Like uh, Donald Rumsfeld said, man, uh, the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Yeah, you know, gone too soon. By the way, at this time, Holmes was married too, which is a like. Uh, Boy, the episode we did about uh, Charles Cullen, right? The Angel of mm-hmm. Death. That motherfucker yeah. was married and had kids. Dude. So I don't want to hear any com- anybody out there complain about, like, there's no one out there for me. Really? Because... Find yourself a mudget. Find yourself a mudget. Uh, you I, know? Like, there's serial killers that find are a mudget. I think they... Yeah, I don't think you want to find a serial killer as a spouse, though. Dude, he was rich. I mean, fuck. Sometimes that's all bitches care about is money. I don't know like how his hang down was. It has but stood clearly the test of time. <laughs> hose be hose. Oh, it's gonna be. You know I'm, I mean? I'm gonna make that a shirt. How's your hang down game? <laughs> How's your hang down game? <laughs> I saw the, uh, stands the test of time. Bitches care about money. Stands the test of time. I mean, <clears throat> OnlyFans living that's proof. It. TikTok, yep. which by the way, dude, I still. Die laughing, and I've watched that video numerous times when Chris is making fun of people on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm so happy Chris is back. Because I, I, I've, I've asked that question numerous times to different people about like girls doing a dance or whatever, and it's always like a. It's not really a dance. It's not. Yeah. It's not. And I'm like, why? Does no, but if you were surrounded 000? by high school kids right now, they would be like, oh, get it. You know, <laughs> I, but you guys can't spend $10 to go to Rockfin Premium and help save the yeah. world that we know Way nothing better. about at this point. <laughs> this documentary is messing me up. H.H. H. Holmes. H.H. H. Holmes. So H.H. H. Holmes leaves his wife to take over responsibilities for the pharmacy he just acquired after... Maybe, maybe not killing the proprietor and his wife. Um, or then was his wife fucking, uh, or the wife of the pharmacy owner, uh, Winchester? Remember, oh, your speculation oh, was like fucking. Oh she builds this weird, crazy shit. house in California that makes no sense, mm-hmm. right? He's building this fucking castle right later on maybe i don't know maybe, maybe she's dude. a shapeshifter or something fuck you know what i mean was she hh holmes oh my god oh. Oh. the gematria <laughs> of sarah winchester is not hh H-H so I'm, is three and three I'm, which equals six <laughs> i don't know that's bullshit i don't um, believe in this at all but so anyhow so he takes over the pharmacy. He's still, he's still, you know, it's it's operating as a pharmacy still. Then he decides he's going to buy a vacant lot across the street, and he's going to build a building there, and it's going to have residential space. It's going to have storefronts. It's going to have um, um, office buildings in it, like uh, office space, right? <clears throat> so the first floor is supposed to be. Uh, storefronts, so you can go shopping, whatever. Then the second floor is going to be, or the third floor is going to be where the living space is um, for for residential. The second floor is going to be where he handles all the dirty work. Um, so just like we talked about in the Winchester Mansion, they start construction, 
and he's cycling through contractors. He's cycling through build crews because he doesn't want anybody to know what he's building. Um, there's plenty of you know false hallways that just end in a dead end. Doors well, yeah. opening up to fucking so walk into the bathroom, wind up in a basement. Yeah, I'm trying to poop in the toilet. And, and just <laughs> <laughs> the weird part is there were shoots that just went straight to the basement. Yeah, is that is that how he's dumping bodies? Yeah, because he had a giant. Like we'll get into the intri- intric the we'll get into the specifics of oh the intricanagatry. Yeah, <laughs> he's a knucklehead too. Trichinosis. Trichinosis and intricanagatry. They're knuckleheads. They play good basketball. He got a pretty good jump shot. He's okay. <laughs> So you've been fucking holding out on us, dude. <laughs> so, so uh, you guys will get. He, he's you just going to practice in the shower in your spare time, stuff like that. <laughs> I don't have spare time to practice. I do a pretty shit. good uh, Stone Cold, arguably. It is a good Stone Cold. I, I called it out the other day in that text message you sent out, man. It was pretty good. It was that a good was Stone good. Cold. I, I was surprised you. I was going to ask you if you were going to do a Stone Cold voice when you were shouting out the IPA. I might. I might do it because I got another one right here. I might do it and I get a little bit more in me. You got to um, send. You got to send one to Stone Cold. Tag him in. I did. I tagged him in that video. <laughs> and I was come like, on, come Stone, on, Cold. Stone Cold, Steve. Steve. Come on, Steven. I really wish I could do Bret Hart. I wish yeah. I could do Bret Hart. Yeah. But All you do is just be a dick to people yeah. while you're wearing a pink leotard. I want, <laughs> you know, I kind of want to be. I, 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 we were talking about um, what Storm Shadow is going to be for Halloween for the Satanic holiday we all celebrate. <laughs> um, and she was like, uh, "What did she? She had a great suggestion. Oh, Bam Bam." But I was like, "Ah, eh, that one's like oh, a lot nice. of like everyone's Bam Bam, you know." Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, "I want to be Bret Hart." And then she was like, "You have to get a wig and a pink leotard." And I'm like, "Done. I don't." Cool. Let's do it. Okay. What's the uh, What's the hard part here? I don't. An unpopular opinion. Owen Hart was a better heart. What? Just. I was a bigger fan of Owen Hart, dude. Better wrestler. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna punch boy in the face after Why? we get off air. Why? I don't want to see any white on black crime. <laughs> You'd only be attacking half of them. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Dude, he was the Get excellence of execution. <laughs> You'd get nowhere near my neck. <laughs> I'd put you to sleep before you even thought about it. Yeah. God, we're, yeah, di- sure, we're digressing I mean, a lot on this show. Okay, let's get on anyhow. Topic. So he's building the house. We're yeah, we're getting so we're getting we're leading up to him. He's building the murder castle right now, right? So, uh, like I said, he's and and some of the stuff that you've heard about H. H. Holmes, the things that he's he's put into this murder castle, some of it is bullshit. Some of it is just kind of, you know, grandiose, adding on to the the fantasy, I guess you can say. Because here's the problem when you have true crime, especially in America. Like, people start to put these people on a fucking pedestal, right? They start to celebrate them as almost celebrities, which is super creepy. Like, obviously, you want to study, you know, what made this person tick, the crimes that they committed and stuff like that. But they really made, like, this fantasy life for H.H. Holmes, and I don't think it was as grandiose as they make it sound. Yes, um, but I would like, agree with that. There, Yeah, like, there were, like, he had listening devices and things like that. Uh, it's simple listening devices. You know, you go to a park, and they have a tube that goes to another tube, and you can speak in that tube, and you can hear it clearly. Like, when I say listening device, that's the type of thing we're talking about. It's not like he was bugging rooms and shit, right? But they're talking about, like, airtight, you know, gas chambers and things like that and acid showers. Like that's all real Hollywood type shit. Yeah. Like, well, it, but no see, one's construction that type here, of shit in that time period. Here, well, <laughs> apparently the, not humans. Apparently the Greco Romans had no issue with doing it. <laughs> yeah. Walking around in the fucking cloths. Um, but here's, what's interesting about HH Holmes. So <clears throat> on one of the biography pages that I had for him, it said that under the did you know, right? No, I don't think you knew either. Uh, Holmes is <laughs> believed to have killed somewhere between 20 or 200 people. Now, that's a spread as bad as Charles Cullen's. Remember, it was like yeah. he killed 33 people or 300 or million. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. How is like, that your spread? 
you got to get. I mean, it's not even a good guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess maybe because they're talking. Here, here's the thing. It's a lot easier. Like, how many modern day serial killers do you know where you're like, oh, I could actually see that because you have so many people who have come in contact. You got to think about too that the the back in that time period, there's probably not the record keeping capabilities that we have now. For so sure. when people go up missing now, people fucking say something. Yeah. And you know, I'm probably back then. You know, we got a bunch of factory workers and people living out in farms. And if someone comes up missing, Orphans. they're not gonna be they're not gonna be missed. I mean, people just like that. No one yeah. fucking batted an eye when he said, "Oh yeah, she moved out to California." Yeah. Okay. True. You know, that's. Yeah. It. I guess it we'll never like see her again. Yeah. <laughs> because the trip alone will probably kill her, and yeah. if she had to come back. The trip back would probably kill her. Yeah, so she probably died of dysentery. Something along the way. So you you think <laughs> about these name. people that you think you know twenty people come up missing, probably True. not even batting an eye. Now you get up anywhere near like a hundred, and you're like, all right, how many people are settled in his little place where he's living? Yeah, and then it, it, people are really going to start to notice if it gets up to the hundred. Mm-hmm. So and it was a perfect uh, ploy. And for I don't him. know. Perfect ploy in the perfect area because Chicago at the time with the World's, the Fair, World's Fair was coming through. So the, his idea was, I'm going to complete this building, and I'm going to make fucking bank by having storefronts here where people can shop. I'm going to have residential office space, you know. So obviously not a dumb guy. Yeah. Smart move. I, if if it was going to be a legit <clears throat> business, I, he would have done really well for himself. I know they they attributed a lot of the, a lot of uh, his potential murders, I guess you could say, with the number of people that supposedly had went missing during the World's Fair, which hmm. I I mean. Again, Chris, back to your point. Valid, very valid point about the record keeping. Like, how do you know people went missing during the World's Fair? Like, yeah. Like, okay, one, two, three, four, sir, sir, back in line, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten. Like, the guy with the blue hat didn't come out. Like, <laughs> there's no street cameras. There's no, yeah. you know what I mean? There's not like a ledger yeah. that everyone checked in on. Um, Sign the guest book. Yeah. It's, and, and maybe it's it's one of those like, you know, Sarah Witherspoon went to the World's Fair and she was from Florida and she never came back and her family had never seen her again, you know. But she yeah. could have uh, met, you know, a sexy man in a bar and they ran off to Aruba or something, I, you know. <laughs> it's just a valid argument for something like that happening during that time period versus, you know, they shacked up at H.H. Holmes' murder castle. She slid into the basement and was no more. Yeah, you know, and and but throughout the time that he's building this murder castle, he's still keeping up with his old shenanigans of uh, collecting insurance fraud money. Um, and we'll we'll have to dig in much deeper to all of that shit on on part two of this. But he's he's doing double time. You know what I mean? So uh, as far as the numbers go, I mean, obviously we'll have to probably wait until we get off the fence for for his numbers portion of it, but 200 just seems like a lot, dude. Yeah. That would make him like the most prolific serial killer. It's the same thing they say about next, next to Colin, next to Colin. They say that about, um, uh, Jack the Ripper too. Mm -hmm. Uh, in, I don't know, man. It's, it's so interesting because I'm curious in this day and age, 2021, right? How many, Chris, maybe you could speak on this. How many active serial killers do you think there are, let's just say, in the United States? I wouldn't even want to guess, and I'm not going to put any, I'm not going to say that I have any kind of expertise on that at all, or I'd be making something up if I did. Um, but I, even even in my simple line of work, we you know, come across body dumps and stuff like that. And you don't know what exactly happened to these people. And it happens more often than you, I'd like to say. And so, I mean, there, I'm sure it's, there's probably a lot of active serial killers and, and there, and it's just the States alone, you know? So that's, if I had to guess active serial killers and you got to active, you know, and the definition of a serial killer is, is someone that's killed more than one person. Yeah. So. Well, I think I think the I think the threshold might be higher. I want to say it's like three. I thought it was two, but maybe it is three. It, but it, it either way, be. let's call it. Yeah, but it's like is, it, is a is a cartel 
hitman? Like, is he a serial killer? Well, yes. see, and that's you know? that's the other thing. Like, that, yes, he is. Okay, you know, so I I want to say the number because I know there is a number. Um, I just can't remember off the top of my head. Three I want to say it's quarters. like four. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, <laughs> I, I want to say it's like forty-five or fifty-five, something like that. Active, and most of the oh. time they're active in in. I thought you meant and victims. Obviously, I'm like, God damn. No, 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 you no, could no. go 38 and you're still not there? No, oh, it, it, no, if I'm going to guess, like, as far as victims numbers, I think I'll wait until, until we get later in the show okay. uh, in episode two for that one. But active serial killers, I want to say it's like 45 or 55. Most of them, obviously, are in high populated areas, big cities, but it's always near an interstate, right? And it's... Right. The, the scary part is... is Hillside Stranglers. Um, yeah, and it, it, the scary part is, is if there's that many active, it's like, fuck, man, you're road tripping, you know, or just, it's it's scary fucking thought, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it is. But, you, know, about you, that. You, you never really know, and it's like, Nicole and I have a rule. Um, anytime she leaves the house, she always carries her gun with her, um, but it's one rule. And I'm like, honey, what's the rule? And she's like... Shoot a motherfucker if I have to. Yes. That's the rule. <laughs> that is the rule. We will get you in attorney, but you fucking kill that motherfucker. Yeah. Double tap. Mm. Double tap. So, but, um, yeah, we're, we're there's plenty more to come with Mr. H.H. H. Holmes. The murder castle is insane. We'll get into some, some better details about... Um, the inner workings of that, uh, he, you know, his process of filling the murder castle with employees. I'll, I'll put this out there real quick before we uh, take off here. But the he, he's building this brand new building. He has to fill it with employees. So he's putting out ads in order to get people to come and apply and, and be part of his little workforce here. But there's a catch. Every single... And it was, he wanted young women to work there, right? So it was like between like 18 and 25. It's like Twin Peaks. And yeah, so you show up, you fill it out, the application. You also had to fill out um, a life insurance policy. And you also had to make H.H. Holmes the the beneficiary on your life insurance policy. (sighs) And so you have these women, right, showing up. Because think about it, World's Fair, right? So you have people coming from all over to come. Some people are probably making their way down from some podunk town, right? And they're thinking, I'm going to make it in the big city. So they go, we'll give you a job here. Okay, perfect. All right, yeah, just sign here, do that, all right. Boom. He's got fucking more insurance scams ready to go, right? So all of these young women that are working there for him, all have him as a beneficiary on his li- or on their life insurance policies, and they're working in the fucking murder castle, right? So, th- this is when it really starts to take off from him. He he's he's built this murder castle. He's starting to actually put together his you know long term plan of just collecting money and getting rid of bodies. I wonder gets if his it's... Two, it his, gets his two favorite things, his his need to kill, and then also his need to, to have income coming in. Exactly. To keep it going. And those are probably his two, like you said, his two favorite things. Those are probably the two things that mean the most to him. Yeah. Um, which is why he went oh, above yeah. and beyond to build this fucking place. Cool. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, we'll get into how many of these fucking women ended up missing how many of them ended up? Uh, he ended up collecting checks on, and uh, how he ended up getting fucking caught because mm. he didn't get away. No. <clears throat> Short drop, sudden stop. Um, you know, that's <laughs> funny. I, I was kind of thinking, like when you said, like the insurance policy, right? That life insurance policy is in his mm. name. I wonder if it was uh, something that was transparent with the women that were hiring. He was hiring, or if it was like that scene from, um, you guys remember uh, from Fresh Prince, when he was trying to get Uncle Phil to sign that 
<laughs> piece of paper. And he's like, let me yeah, get you a fresh piece of paper. And he like flips up to the signature side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, like his referral or whatever yeah. that he had gotten. Because yeah. it's like, it, it's hard. It's hard pressing to be um, convincing that you're like, all right, you're going to work for me. Uh, two rules. Got to be topless at all times. Uh, second, uh, <laughs> life insurance policies in my name. Just in case I you I would want to know if these people. I get the money. These people probably weren't well, were looking for jobs. Were probably not highly educated. Oh, I, I agree. They probably came in. Do you want work? Oh yeah, here. This is work here. You, this is our contract. This is saying that I'm going to take care of you. Uh, this is what you know. Just sign right here. And they probably went okay. Yeah, signed it, and we're done. I mean, how many how many people were you know college level readers? Back in the late 1800s. Yeah, that's a good point. Especially when it comes to contracts. You know what I mean? Who knows? They're probably, I mean, the only thing that they probably ever even signed was that. You know what I mean? In their life. Yeah. So he didn't give a shit. And clearly, you didn't have to have ID on these people. I know, because the DMV is already hard enough to find. You know what I mean? (laughs) Especially if you're black. Yeah. I didn't even know what a DMV was. Some so. politician said that once, yeah, I think. Some, yeah, some politician. I think it was Joe Biden. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, but, uh, dude, it, it, he, I mean, he had a fucking plan, and it worked for a, a pretty good amount of time. Oh, and yeah. here's the thing. Like, you, you know, if you're listening to this episode and you're coming in wanting to know about H.H. Holmes, the real story behind H.H. Holmes is not him. Um, more or less, uh, I think it's of his creation. It's of the house. Yeah. It's like, because you could look at his early years and right off the bat, dudes mutilating animals, yeah. messing with cadavers, enjoying it. Like, oh, this is not going to turn out well, which it doesn't. Yeah. But it's more or less the, the, the criminal mastermind behind the creation of the murder castle. Um, mm-hmm. Because he designed it. He designed it yeah. and built it. Um, he's getting all the funds from his college days, from the insurance policies on the cadavers, mm-hmm. and he's working towards his ultimate desire and goal is to get this house built so that he can cover his tracks through the store business fronts but still be able to operate collecting life insurance policies on the people that he's killing that are working for him and there are other random random people that are traveling in and out and then his perfect place that he's able to hide the bodies yeah yeah so i mean like like we said part two is the is the real be the real information that that, that people are because it's i mean hh holmes is a is a, is, I'm gonna say regular ass serial killer but he is but to the extent that he went to facilitate his desire is phenomenal as yeah. far as just his creation because um <clears throat> that's why i said early on in the episode i didn't believe that he was just like a swindler you know like some people yeah. were painting him out to be like oh he wasn't really that much of a serial killer he was just like he just really liked money i'm like no i think he wanted money to yeah. build this thing he had in his head to facilitate the maximum amount of carnage that he could yeah, no. Because the guy was smart enough to make the money he wanted. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. Because because he didn't have to kill. Like if he if he truly no. desired desire to get money, he had a way to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. He had this this brilliant scheme to trick people out of their money. And like Chris said, man, the record keeping back then, dude, fucking no <laughs> go. I mean, if somebody did God, H.H. Holmes is fucking rocking it in, man. That's like his fifth claim this year. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <For> him. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, you would have thought, like, weren't you just in here? Like, what? No, no. I don't know what we're talking about. Mm, maybe that was H.P. <laughs> Holmes? Not me, though. Yeah. You're like, you're right. We didn't write it down, so. Yeah. Anyway, here's your bag of money, sir. <laughs> I wonder if that's how they gave it to him, like ka-chink, ka-chink. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the you know with the dollar sign on it. It was just a big leather sack. Like, hey, all yeah. right, I think we're sold now. <laughs> yeah, there you are. Yeah, Louis C.K. <laughs> does a whole bit about that. He's like, remember when things just used to cost money? Like there wasn't yeah, a value like a sack. He of... just tossed a sack <laughs> at a peasant, and you're like, oh, thank you, my lord, thank you. <laughs> like you didn't wait, you didn't count it. 
right? You're like, oh, no. there's something in there. You just oh. heard the cling. Yeah, thirty. There's thirty pieces in yeah. here. Could have been a Fuck, bag dude. of shit and two paper clips. He would have took it. Yeah, could have been just fucking broken horseshoes for all they know. <laughs> uh, simpler <man>. times. <laughs> simpler times. Back before we thought, you know, we thought we knew history and stuff, but when the world was round, <laughs> not flat. <laughs> World's never been round. Uh, still Debatable. messed up. Still messed up. <laughs> still really messed up. Well, wrapping up tonight's episode for HH and the Homies, uh, part one. Part two is the good stuff, so stick around for that. Um, next week's episode will be, uh, we're going to have a guest on the show, um, and it's going to be a Rockfin premium only due to the nature of the content that we're going to be discussing. I think there's only one other show that we have to do that on. And no, Paramedic Paul, your <laughs> name is forever burnt in my memory of shitbags. Uh, we're not putting the show behind a paywall. It's just we no, can't put this the, content out because we will get yeah. banned. Like, they'll pull the show. The nature of the topic. Yeah. Um, it is reason enough. It's, so it'll be Rockfin exclusive premium content. Yeah. Only get it on Rockfin only get premium. It on Rockfin premium. Not going to find it on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Spreaker, iTunes, yeah. none of that. Yeah. No Spreaker. Uh, so once you listen to this episode, um, if you liked it, please share it. Please subscribe to our show. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, shoot us a DM. We'd love to hear from you. You want some sweet t-shirts, go to our website, wbconspiracies.com. It helps support the show. Signing up for that premium content, you'll get next week's episode, um, which is going to be a doozy, I got to say. Um, and you're not only helping our show, but you're helping everybody that creates content on that platform. A lot of people in our genre of shows are there because they've been censored elsewhere. You know, so we're there for a reason. We're there for a reason. Um, so... Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I've been Big Country. I'm Boy. And I'm Chris. And we'll uh, talk to you guys on the next one, next one. So, yeah. bye for now. Pretty good, man. Yeah, pretty good. I want okay. you to get up I now. felt like... Uh... I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You ain't saying this hoe. Donald Trump Putin and shit. I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. By order of the hooligans, welcome to the Nebuchadnezzar.